Good evening, Astounding Love. I'm Pastor Lindsay and Lee. Welcome to Kingdom Relationships 101 or Kingdom 101 Relationships. That's really what it's called. I seem to be changing the name. Anyway, uh, y'all know I'm Pastor Lindsay and I am happy to be hosting the Wednesday Night Bible Study for Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship. We're going to pray. I've got only a few minutes to really just kind of give you all an oversight or um, an overview and just some insights into some things that we're going to be looking at over the next few weeks. I'm planning pretty much to come back and do a little bit more. These are pre-recorded and I'm actually getting ready to travel today or tomorrow. So there is a lot going on that I did not want to neglect you. But Father, we praise you. We thank you for the words that you have for us, that we open our ears to hear you, Holy Spirit, and to be led by you in the direction that you have for us to go. I thank you and I praise you that I have that ear turn towards you. I want to hear what it is that you have to say, and I want to speak what it is that you have for us to hear. And so we praise you and thank you that even in a few moments, you were able to get a power-packed uh, message to us, and it's something that will be life-changing. And we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So here's the thing we're going to talk about. We're continuing with relationships. And as you already know, last week, we had the conversation with the other ministers, and we were able to... <clears throat> talk about a few different things as uh, it pertains to past lessons. We did not get the opportunity to go as in depth with that as we want to, but they were issued a challenge. And that challenge was to allow God to express his love and his joy and his desires into their lives on a different level from what they've been used to. Um, and I remember saying something to them about, I don't want to hear what you're already experiencing. We want testimonies of what you have experienced since you opened yourself up to think uh, in a different way. Think the way he wants us to think. And that's what we're, what we're really looking at. So uh, because we talk about relationships and that's the basis for what we are looking at for the entire year, we're going to be very soon jumping into two different things. One is marriage because we're coming into what, uh, you know, in society, they kind of refer to the months of June, July, and August. Summertime is like the wedding season. And June, with June being probably one of the most popular months for people to enter into marriage. But before we can get to that, because when we talk about marriage, we're going to be talking about kingdom marriage, Let's look at the word relationship. We've defined it over and over again. And I want to bring a Webster's, a Miriam Webster's understanding tonight. And then from that, we're going to pull out a few, just a few things to think about according to the word of God. Now, this word is defined as the state of being related or interrelated. And I was thinking about this today earlier. And he says it's the relation connecting or binding participants in a relationship. And the word that I was looking at from the scripture is the word kinship, because it's a specific instance or type of kinship and it's having relations or dealings, whether you have good relationships with your family or good relations with your family or not. And of course, it's also a romantic or passionate attachment. But then when we go over into the word of God, and we look and we see in this one scripture, it said in, in Matthew chapter six, verse four, Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And he was talking about familiarity. Now, that's a killer in relationship. It's one thing to be uh, familiar with the ways of someone in the sense of I'm 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 aware of how you are and I incorporate that into how I hear you. 
as opposed to being familiar with someone with a sense of contempt. I've seen your faults. I've seen how you are. And so therefore, I don't necessarily give much credit to you for how you talk or how you behave yourself or how you, you know, how you relate to others or any of that. So um, there's those are the different ways that people can look at somebody or look at something and just decide now nah, that's I, 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 I'm familiar with them. I know them. I know what they're like. And since I know what they're like, I don't I don't give merit to to much of what it is that they have to say. That's not the direction that we want to go. You don't ever want to think that you are so familiar with the person. I know them, that you allow contempt. I know that culture. I know what those people were like. I know that family. I, I know these that, that preach. I know these people. Well, what is your knowing? Is it the intimacy of learning and loving and growing with them? Or is it some other form of identification where you hold them in contempt or you speak from an offended place or a bitter place or whatever other kind of thing it is. And that's something that we've seen in relationships. You've seen it in between mothers and daughters, uh, fathers and sons, uh, parents and children, I can say it that way, or one another, friends, uh, siblings, and all of that. But this, the Bible, so Jesus was saying that the problem with familiarity is you do not give honor to the one that you are in relationship with. A failure to honor the relationship and the individual in it and at the spirit of the person looking instead at the flesh, looking instead at their behavior and deciding that this is something that, you know, they don't merit my respect. Now, I can understand that. I'll, I'll give you a personal uh, insight into me. There are times I'm because of the way I, I live and my calling, I am involved with people on different levels and I walk with people through different scenarios, situations. And sometimes you can find something out about somebody that just seems to be so revolting or or sometimes it just hits a nerve and the nerve that it hits is a former offense. Like like I see this this person acting a certain way and it triggers a memory, uh, an area in my own self, in my own life that I have never allowed to be addressed by the love of God. And if I have not allowed myself to be uh, to, to love to confront the ugly, love the love of God to confront the areas in my life where I need his healing and I need his wholeness, then I'm going to be reactionary to anything that another person is doing. There's that contempt, there's that familiarity, there's that lack of honor. And there are sometimes almost a bitterness or a dislike of a person that has done nothing wrong to me at all. But I see something in him or her that reminds me of what another him or her has done or a bunch of him and hers have done to me in the past the past and i have never addressed it allowed god to have place in it and i've never looked at it through the eyes of the love of god and the relationship that i have with him with the father that can uh, release me from the the guilt or the judgments or the criticisms or the pains or the wounds or whatever it happens to be of the days before days before that individual or that team of people or that group of people ever even came into my life so now so this is all i guess i actually did get all of that out of mark chapter 6 verse 4 because that word honor is something that maybe you have not considered so much in in the um in the idea of 
uh, relationship because the Bible tells us, Mark chapter 6, verse 3, that the people that were listening to Jesus preach were offended by the truth that he spoke because they're thinking, well, how dare you? That vessel there, what, what gives you the right to say something you know, of that sort. What what allows you to be the one to tell us anything? And so this is why he said that prophet is without honor. One that speaks for God, even in this case, is uh, is is considered to be negative. They're dishonored. They're despised. They are considered to be base of less esteem. You don't even deserve my respect is what people would say. Well, I, I think that that's something that you're going to, and I are going to have to talk to God about because too often we decide who is worthy of our respect and the blood of Jesus honors and respects everyone. So maybe we're a little off base with our ideas of how we can and cannot treat other people. So that's the primary thing that I want you to look at as we get ready to go into these next areas of relationship. We're going to be talking more and more about sonship because this is the greatest relationship we'll ever have. Better than being married, better than being a, a parent is to be a son of God, to be the son. And, and so what if, however, we're walking in this thing without honor, without, you know, I've, I, I think about God the way I've heard about him through other people. And maybe I don't feel that he's necessarily worthy of, of, of you know, I'm, I'm not intentionally dishonoring God, but maybe I'm, I'm not giving him the attention or, or that he really does deserve just because he's God. And this is something that I have to look at. Well, you say, no, no, it's God. He's holy. I love him and I treat him very well. Well, Jesus said, if you, what you do unto the least of these, you've done unto me. So if I am thinking of anybody else as being less than, then maybe I am not thinking of God as being more than or greater than the way that I want to uh, tell myself and tell other people. You know, the thing about honor and the thing about walking in this relationship with him is that you learn to be very, you have to face the ugly about yourself. And you don't face the ugly about yourself with contempt. You face it with the love of God, which allows us, his kindness leads us to change. It says your kindness leads us to repentance. And so I'm able through the compassion of God and the vision of God to be able to see myself. And when I see the ugly, the, the things that are lacking, the things that are still hidden in darkness, then what starts to happen is that I'm drawn back to the father to say, just the fact that you love me, despite what I'm like, it gives me the courage and the strength to start letting go of things that I thought that I had need of. And I really would like for you to comment on that and to think about that. How are you being challenged in your life to make changes that you don't really want to look at? I was awakened this morning. Um, we have, uh, as y'all know, the 5 a.m. prayer call. And I really did not go back to sleep uh, that much until later in the morning. But I was speaking, having my dialogue with Holy Spirit. And one of the things I was being made aware of is areas where I had appeared to be failing. So where's my consistency? Why is this not happening the way that I thought that it would? And he let me know when you come into a different season, you it's like starting again. It's a fresh page. And so you can carry the strengths with you, but you're also going to have to populate them. You're going to have to fill them up as if it's as uh, as because they're 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 available, but you're going to have to upload them. I use different software for clients for their uh, 
different books and things like that. And sometimes I run into some of the goofiest issues. I'm, and um, what I have to do is kind of go back. I keep a backup copy of things so that if I have to start the document over, I'm able to populate it with everything that it needs to, in order to be able to give me the outcome that I'm looking for, the desired outcome. I have everything that I need to upload, but when I start on a new page, uh, I have to I have to put new stuff on it. It's if you're typing uh, and, and you go into a new page, don't you have to start again? It's everything doesn't automatically copy over. We're going to have to put other things in place. OK, so this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about. What are you bringing forward in terms of love, in terms of your understanding of relationship, in terms of any of these things? What? What parts do you bring forward and what parts do you leave behind? I listened to our apostle teach on a on a Zoom call this week. It was uh, Tuesday, yesterday. And she shared on something that, that she was uh, talking to us about mirroring and about mint of, of being able to really see what it is. And I'm going to just read this part. I'm just dropping stuff all over the place, but uh, I'm not going to bother to. I mean, it's just all falling, so that's okay. We'll just uh, work with what we still have. All right. She asked the question, what are we um, modeling? It was the word. She said, what am I modeling to myself? And I thought, wow, there's a question that I, I don't know that I have the answer to. And um, what and what am I modeling? Okay, because if I'm going to model it to anybody else, I, I, I first it has to be authentic. It doesn't get to be a fake thing. We don't do fake, so we don't pretend that we um, we don't pretend that we have it together. We don't we don't wear the false face that would uh, tell everybody that we're superior to you or or any of that other kind of stuff. Um, and so how am I modeling to myself? What, what is, and the other question that she was asking is, what am I mirroring to myself? So the model that I am is also what I will see in the mirror. What do I see when I look in the mirror? Can I look at myself? And what do I see? And I wrote down what I, what I am modeling. And then the scriptural background to say, and these are the word, this is the word of God that allows this to be so. Because these are the discoveries of self that you find in the word that he tells you about you. I could tell you what it says about me, but I, I'm. But this is not the point today. I will, instead, what I want to say to you is you're going to have to be sober about this kingdom walk. You can talk kingdom and chat kingdom and tell everybody your kingdom all you want. But when it's kingdom, the fruit is seen. And we want the fruit to be seen. That's our entire um, goal about being in these relationships one with another, um, not holding anyone in contempt. And that includes yourself. But you also, you and I, we do not exalt ourselves above anybody else, but we don't hold ourselves or anyone else in contempt. And so this is what I'm encouraging you to do is to ask the spirit of God to show you through the word of God what how you are currently and what he wants what or what he wants to bring forward what am i modeling my answer was i'm modeling one that seeks to manifest as a son because the bible tells us in romans chapter 8 that that's what the creation is groaning for is creation to come to come forward for the truth of who we are to be seen and i am really desiring to be this transparent person. That's not just somebody that just gives you all their business, too much information, in fact, sometimes. No, modeling 
uh, the transparency is meaning that when you look at me, it's clear because there's no confusion and because there is no I'm not confused in my relationship with my with God. I'm not confused in my relationship with myself. And therefore, I'm not confused in my relationship with anyone else. I don't have to hide or pretend to God or to me. And therefore, I won't be able to or wouldn't have any, any desire to with others as well. Those are the thoughts that I want. This is a very short message. It's only taking about 17 or 18 minutes. And I am pre-recording going to go live at uh, about 6.45, so you'll get the opportunity to join in on it. But this this doesn't require a lot of teaching. Next week, I should be back with uh, somebody to do discipleship with. If not, I'm going to do one where I go into this more. But that's really up to you because you're going to have a homework assignment. And I'm speaking specifically to Astounding Love, but I'm also speaking to those of you that are traveling this journey with us. Your homework assignment is to take a good look at where you're faking it and to learn how to put a stop to it because it's not going to do you any good. Are you really as strong in faith as you say? No. Are you really as weak in faith as you believe or are you just being lazy about what's what? How many parts of your life do you have to hide from other people? What do you tiptoe? You pretend that you're this, but on the other side, you're not. You're, you're being held in bondage when you do that. And if you want to be free, how much anger do you still hold? How many people do you look at and kind of cut with your eyes because of things that are going on in the inside? And I mean, it's a long list of things. And there's some very thumbs up kind of things, too. But what we're doing is working on getting the gunk out, you know. And so that's what I'm challenging you with. And so therefore, I'm saying to you, if you're doing the homework then you're going to post in the comments, you don't have to do it tonight. You should take about 24 hours, but come back, watch this again. And it's it's not that long. And post in the comments areas where you want either, it's like it's time to pray or I need to talk to somebody. I need to start going into the word and studying and, and doing this. I mean, really, do you honestly believe that, that you are uh, what God says that you are. I, I, I could ask you and you're going to tell me all the stuff that you say. You can even break into song and tell me, but are you really that? Yes. And, and I'll answer it for you. It's two parts. Number one, yes, you really are. But number two, do you really live as though you are? Or are you trying to cover something or do something else? That's the question that I have. Do the homework. Answer the questions. You do not have, you can say post on there, Pastor Lanzine, I'm messengering this to you. And if you happen to be a Facebook friend of mine, you send it to me personally in Facebook Messenger. I'm going to get it and I'm going to respond to it. And that would mean that I would come back next week and teach this in depth. What did you mean? What were you coming from? Well, I will tell you because I love you that much and I want you and all of us. I want to succeed. I refuse to be a fake and a castaway. And I, I don't believe anybody that I'm in relationship with wants that either. So this is the beginnings also of us lock, being locked in on um, step one with another so that we can all, uh, we can relate one to another and we can walk in the power of it. So that's all I had to say tonight. Um, probably more to say, but not, well, that's all I'm going to say. So it's also time for tithes and offerings and stuff. Did you guys ever see this? I'm going to go behind camera for a minute. And that's the ways that you can give by the mail through um, Cash App. Our pay, uh, our pay me and our offerings. And this one is the one for more than enough ministries. 
Um, for the other one, I guess I should have put it up, but I don't have it with me. But it's the offerings at Astounding Love and all of that. So I'll just put that right there. And so those are the things that you can do. You can um, do your tithes, do your offerings, or you can sow a seed that simply says, I want to, I have something that I wanted to give that it's on my heart to release. And you do that, you're given into good ground. And you all know the rest of our teachings on things of the sort. But I do encourage you to give and to release it from your hands and then ask the Lord to to show you how to ho take hold of what he truly counts as treasure and um, maybe start letting go of things that we count as treasure that heaven does not. So that's all I had to say tonight. I love you very much. I bless you with God's astounding love. I'm praying for each and every one of us. Uh, that we will really allow the spirit of the Lord to speak to us and that we will not run from him, but we will run toward him. I bless you with God's astounding love. I will see you next week or later this week. I am Pastor Lundzine Lee of Astounding Love, a global church fellowship on behalf of Apostle Baker, myself, and all of the ministers that are part of our ministry. I love you with God's astounding love, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much and good night.